Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Seed. I'm a big, big fan. We've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. We've also talked about habit stacking. It's this idea that you can build a major habit by thinking small enough to get started. And just think of this, like keeping a glass of water and your DSO-1 daily symbiotic on your bedside table so that you remember to take that symbiotic first thing in the morning every day. It is as simple as those little things that we do to set ourselves up to make decisions that we want to do anyways. One of the ways that I have it stack is that when I'm making my son Oliver's breakfast and my cutting boards are already dirty and my kitchen is already kind of a mess, I will also try and cut and wash some things that I can use for later. So I'm doing one thing that ultimately helps out a couple other things down the line. One of the really easy ways that I make sure that I take my probiotic every single day is that skincare and especially my nighttime routine is a non-negotiable for me. So I know that no matter what, I'm going to do the full skincare. I'm going to put on my moisturizer. So I decided to keep seed in my medicine cabinet right next to the moisturizer so that after I put on everything and I'm all glazed up, I take my probiotic. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. And in terms of skin health, it has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin access. Start with a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Okay, today is an Ask Shira. I asked people on Instagram if they wanted to submit questions, but you can always submit questions to me anytime. I'll keep a log of them. And I love doing this. This is why I do this. It's really fun for me. So let's get into it. The first one is eating healthy is feeling so monotonous for me lately. Help with like four L's. 
okay, I really, 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 really relate to this right now because I have also been feeling in kind of a food rut. I unfortunately don't always take my own advice. If I love something, I really love it and I'm going to eat it all the time and I'm going to basically burn it out. And unfortunately, again, really don't recommend doing that. I have a hard time not doing that. So what happens is usually for three months or so, I'm so happy eating those things. However, I never want to eat those things after that. And that really genuinely just happened to me. And I'm kind of in it right now. It's kind of like when you go through your closet and you're like, I genuinely have nothing to wear. Like I'm not a single thing in here I want to wear. And that's how I felt with my fridge and my pantry. And I was just feeling a little lost. And what I did and what I really, really, really recommend is letting yourself get really in tune with what you're craving. Because I think the reality is it shifts around and we don't have to reinvent the wheel, but letting our cravings kind of drive where we want to go. So for me, especially in the summer, I really crave like tomatoey, basil-y, olive oily things. And so I've been trying to gear my meals towards that. I also have been craving like a breaded chicken crispy situation. So I've been playing around with breading in quotes with like nut flour and garlic powder and onion powder and salt and having a lot of fun in that way. So I really, really, really do recommend getting in touch with your cravings and feeling like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So if you get in touch with those cravings, finding really small ways to tweak them so that you're not eating the same thing every day, which again is what I do, which I don't recommend doing because then you won't get burned out as fast. But the other thing, and we've talked about this before, but I always come back to it, is get inspired by the things that you've been inspired by in the past. I have so many things screenshotted and I took some time doing this where I would kind of look for keywords in my photo albums. And there are keywords that now with the technology, they can pick up like different images of food. And you might have like people, if you remembered the person on Instagram, perhaps that you like screenshot of their thing, if you write their name, a lot of times they can pull it up, put it into a folder and really start with like one new recipe. I do think that it seems so simplistic, but it's really not. And I think that now is the time to get inspired, Look at what you've been inspired by in the past. There's probably a ton of really, really great options that are already in your phone and you just didn't get to them. So I think now is the time for that. But I do really hear you and I do really see you and I'm I'm right there alongside you right now. So the next one is how do I navigate summer vacation? I want to eat healthy, but I also really want to enjoy. What do I do? I love this question so much because I think you're being really thoughtful about the fact that you want to really enjoy your summer. And the thing about it is those things don't have to be completely at odds. But at the same time, we all know that if we, you know, have certain goals that we want to maintain over the summer, not everything can be worth it. And so it does take some conscious thought. So with this, the first thing that I always come back to is I want you to think really clearly about what your goals are for the summer. Do you want to make more progress or you find maintaining? or you find kind of taking a couple steps back, 
what does summer look like for you? Are you taking a good time away or these just like tiny trips or truly what does it look like? Because I have a client, for instance, who, when we first started working together, she, you know, wouldn't write down what she was eating. Not everyone writes down what they're eating, by the way, but she really enjoyed doing it. And some of my clients really do. It can be helpful. And she was going to all these places. And then when she would go there, she was kind of like, yeah, but I was in such and such and eating at this place. So it didn't really count or, you know, that was extra special. But what happened was that I realized that she travels all the time. She's never, ever home. So again, we can't think about it in terms of like everything counts, first of all. But I think this idea of like, if you're going to be gone all summer or like trips are just a part of your whole summer, we can't think of that as like an extenuating circumstance. Again, if you get really clear on what your goals are and you're fine kind of maintaining or maybe taking a couple steps back and kind of getting back into it into the fall, I'm totally fine with that. But I think it starts with getting incredibly clear about what that is. And I think once you get there, And if you decide that you want to kind of coast a little bit, that's really helpful to know. But if you decide that you don't and you actually want to make progress this summer, then I think it's really healthy to, again, engage that future self and really help that guide you with your day-to-day decisions. So again, if you're, you know, out and about somewhere and something is really exciting to you. Thinking about the day ahead of time, like, oh, I know we're going here. That's going to be a really special dinner. I really want to indulge in this. So how am I going to play the rest of the day ahead of time so that not the whole day is kind of in that complete decadent all out way? I think it takes some forethought. And I think having that connection with your future self and having that connection with your goals will really, really, really help. Okay. And here is the third. She said, I got sick and completely fell off my routine. I've been making every excuse not to get back into it. How do I do it? I really, really feel this. I have people in my life who are right there with you. And the thing about it is, and I really come back to this because it comes up all the time in my practice. And I feel like I even just today had a client where I was talking about this with, that I think that the best thing that you can do is be okay with the starting out point being almost like a C minus. So for instance, if the idea of going full steam ahead, getting all the way back into your like workout routine, getting all the way back into being so dialed in with food, if that's going to feel really good to you, then great. But if you're not that person and you're having a hard time like dipping your toe back in, I want you to be okay with doing a C minus. So doing a C minus workout, whether that's like literally moving your body for 20 minutes, maybe you're not even breaking a sweat. Maybe you're not going anywhere near as hard as you would normally, or maybe you're doing like a C minus meal assembly. So you're thinking ahead about a couple things. You have, you know, some basic stuff. It's not the best meal you've ever created. It's not, again, like you're going full, full, full steam ahead. But I think in some ways, almost in the way that we talked about with breaking up really daunting tasks into smaller tasks, I think for some people having one of those tasks be like, it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be all out. What would it mean to just like dip my toe back in? So I think that right now with my clients, that seems to be a theme. And for some reason, when I feel like I hear it a couple of times in the practice and I hear it a couple of times around with just like peers and friends, that seems to be the ticket. So I feel like adopting the C minus mentality 
to dip your toe back in and then let that fuel you how good that feels to get back into it. Once you start feeling that, that helps fuel you forward. So I'm a big fan of the C minus. Okay. And the last one is I'm really feeling like blood sugar and hormones are out of whack. How do I even start? This is a really, really good one. I mean, we could talk about so many things, but I think at the very basic level, let's talk about added sugar. You could completely ditch added sugar for two weeks. If that is not feasible for you right now, then don't do it. But it could really, really help in terms of figuring out where kind of your sweetness threshold is. Because what happens with a lot of people when they are doing a bunch of added sugar is that we crave a bunch of added sugar. So by taking it out and seeing how to play around with acids and salts and fats and proteins and greens and how to kind of build beautiful flavor without sweetness. Again, I'm not talking about sweetness from fruit or from sweet potatoes or beans. Like there's natural sweetness in a lot of things, but added sugar as in like adding maple syrup or actual cane sugar or anything coming in your sauces. I think that that might be a really nice way to start. I also have been really into the vinegar thing. I mean, the reality is that I think that if you are craving sweetness all the time, it can cut down on those cravings a little bit. A lot of people are doing a tablespoon or two in water or with lemon in the morning or before meals. You don't have to do it before every meal. I've been doing it a little bit. I take a little bit of Ultima. I take a little bit of apple cider vinegar. And sometimes I'll do one of the Nixie sparkling waters or just regular water. It's really, really tasty. And it does kind of feel like a kombucha, which I think is pretty sweet. And I'm really enjoying it. The research is there. It can help with blood sugar. I think it's worth trying. The other thing is we talked about berberine. I think it's really interesting. I ordered it. It's actually kind of hard to get right now because everyone wants their hands on it. I got the thorn one. I can link it. I think a thousand milligrams can work. There's the 200 milligrams on Amazon still. And I think that that's actually really interesting to like kind of mix it up. You could try it before meals. And, you know, for some people, if they're sensitive, you could try one 200 milligram, see how that feels maybe even every other day. The research is there that it does show that it is going to sensitize those receptors, but not in the same way that Ozempic would because those don't get broken down in the body. So I think that between paying attention to added sugar, trying with the vinegar, maybe trying out berberine, and then also, and really, really importantly, if you are having carbs like, for instance, sweet potato or pasta or rice, pairing those with olive oil or fat or protein or fiber or veggies, not having them just straight up can really, really help moderate that blood sugar curve. So I think that those are all really worth looking into. And I hope you feel really good really soon. Thank you so much for your questions. I really, really, really love doing this. You can leave them always for me in the Instagram DMs at sheer underscore RD. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them. You read through all of them. If you put in a question, I will totally get back to you. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how we can mother ourselves and take care in these small ways that really do add up. And I really do recommend doing daily. I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily 
Today's episode is brought to us by Seed. I'm a big, big fan. We've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. We've also talked about habit stacking. It's this idea that you can build a major habit by thinking small enough to get started. And just think of this, like keeping a glass of water and your DSO1 daily symbiotic on your bedside table so that you remember to take that symbiotic first thing in the morning every day. It is as simple as those little things that we do to set ourselves up to make decisions that we want to do anyways. One of the ways that I have it stack is that when I'm making my son Oliver's breakfast and my cutting boards are already dirty and my kitchen is already kind of a mess, I will also try and cut and wash some things that I can use for later. So I'm doing one thing that ultimately helps out a couple other things down the line. One of the really easy ways that I make sure that I take my probiotic every single day is that skincare and especially my nighttime routine is a non-negotiable for me. So I know that no matter what, I'm going to do the full skincare. I'm going to put on my moisturizer. So I decided to keep seed in my medicine cabinet right next to the moisturizer so that after I put on everything and I'm all glazed up, I take my probiotic. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. And in terms of skin health, it has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin access. Start with a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash instincts and use the code instincts. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.